623, Jamie Mackay is the host of The Country. Hi, Jamie. G'day, Heather. I can't see that this bylaw from the Tasman District Council is going to work. No, I can't either. And in fact, I'm thinking some brain-dead cardigan-wearing bureaucrat has come up with this one. Mm. Uh, And quite rightly, Federated Farmers Nelson Provincial President Stephen Todd is outraged. He said the proposal for farmers to hold sheep 50 metres back from a road while they are shifting stock until all the cars have driven past could work up being or could end up being an unworkable joke. And it would be because you think about it, Heather, by the time the sheep get to the road, more cars could have driven past, meaning the sheep have to be moved back 50 metres from the road before they can cross. And it could take all day effectively to get a mob of sheep across the road. What, what it's going to cause problem? a lot of stress. What's the problem they're trying to fix? Well, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, you ask me about local body councils. Sometimes they defy all logic. And you've got to remember, when it comes to these back roads, they're often gravel roads. Uh, they're, they're being totally paid for uh, by the farmers or the rural ratepayers who get bugger all for their rates at all compared to us townies. I mean, they don't get access to the swimming pools and the libraries and all the stuff that we do because they live too far out of town. So I think there's some tie up with the no poo law as well. Of course, they don't want sheep shit. Can I say that on your high rating show, Heather? I just have. Mm. Um, They don't want that on the road, but it's impossible to empty out stock and hold them uh, if you're moving them from one grass paddock to another across the road. Why Why do we care about having sheep poo on the road? Well, with sheep poo on the road for hundreds of years, yeah. and especially on those gravel roads, it just sinks into the gravel and it disappears. The farmers, that's they're often on their farm track, the road, and they're you know, often the only ones who are using it. God knows they never get a grader up there from the Nelson or Tasman District Council. Just an outrage ja- here, Jamie, an outrage. I, I expect this kind of nonsense from a really towny kind of council. You know, if Wellington City Council or Auckland City Council was to do something like this, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense, you know, because you guys are obsessed with, you're townies, you don't understand how it works. But from Tasman, I don't think Tasman's got an excuse. Do you agree? No excuse at all. Okay, thank you. Okay, we've settled that then. Um, Now, the, the, the Farmgate milk price going up, on the other hand, is wonderful news. Yeah, it is wonderful news. So, Fonterra came out this morning. They've moved the midpoint of the forecast milk price, the midpoint of the range, up by 50 cents to $9.50. And Fonterra Chief Executive Miles Hurrell says this just reflects global milk supply uh, and the demand picture around the world, plus the really strong US dollar at the moment. Heather, when I had a look earlier this afternoon, we were trading at uh, US 62.6 cents. So that's a very export-friendly exchange rate. Not so good if you're importing Uh, petrol and stuff like that, it's uh, really starting to hurt. So uh, Fonterra did that and then yesterday we had ASB revising its milk price forecast from $9.20 to $10 per kilogram of milk solids, which would be the first ever double-digit milk price on record if it comes to pass. And their bank, uh, ASB, uh, was said their um, forecast was based on a woeful global dairy supply, which I guess is good news for us, and a dramatically adjusted view on the New Zealand dollar. So, you know, as the as as the economy goes down the gurgler, down the toilet, uh, we have a softer exchange rate. It helps our exporters.